Hello, and welcome to another episode of Crosstalk, the final episode of Crosstalk for 2021. Yeah. Yeah, before we get our, our little Christmas break. That's the present we're giving ourselves. Ooh. A nap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I'm John. That's Captain, as always. And, uh, yeah, we're here to talk the Bible um, specifically. We This is the last in our series that we have been discussing living hope. And, uh, and what that looks like, not exclusive to Christmas, although today we're tying it in because this is Christmas week, yeah. um, as you can tell by Captain's decoration and my lack of. Um, that was just <laughs> for you, man. Just for right? you. I couldn't fit a Grinch in here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, because it is Christmas week, we've been talking a lot about how this hope we have in Jesus isn't exclusive to a holiday. Yeah. But the, the holiday has meaning. You know, I think there's this weird conflict always. Like, do we celebrate Christmas or, or do we not? Do we make it all about Jesus and, and ignore the eggnog? Or how do, how do we balance uh, everything? And I think when we're talking about the idea of a living hope, that's what, that's what our whole life is, right? Balancing this faith we have and also these things we enjoy doing. Uh, but last week we talked about when um, thinking about how this hope remains in difficult times, right? We talked about meditation and, and, and keeping this intentional focus on God, right? And I think that if that's in what we do, Christmas can be for the right reasons and you can still have your milk and cookies yeah, um, and, and so forth. Because we don't want to throw, it's not, a, it's a baby in the bathwater situation, right? don't want to cut off Christmas and miss the good that is in that holiday and, and miss the meaning that is there. Yeah. Uh, but you also don't want to uh, get caught up in the busyness of the season and, and the traditions and everything and miss the greater importance. And so uh, this week, my, I, I like to always start off with questions. So it is Christmas week. So what is something on your Christmas list, Captain? No, your wife did not pay me to. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good insider research. That's a good question. You know, the thing is, I find now that I'm adult, right? And I have some expendable money. I don't, I don't know. Cause I, I honestly, I'm blessed. I don't want for much. Uh, So, you know, an Xbox Series X. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now that said, this yeah. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> no, I don't have like anything really at the top of the of the list there. Um, you know, I, I'm looking forward. I think, like you, right, and and my wife and the sergeant and much of the staff here, looking <laughs> forward to just pause and refresh. Like that's nice. That's nice to get family time. That can't, you know, that that's certainly uh, important to be able to do that kind of stuff and just mm. exhale. So that's up there. Um, you know, the best gifts aren't don't cost much money. So yeah, yeah, the simple things. Not to be cheesy, but yeah, that's my answer. Hey, man, <laughs> if we've learned anything over the past couple of months of of doing this, you know, sometimes cheesy is is just right. 
Yeah. You know, and considering how much I love cheese, it makes sense because, True. you know, this is great. it's it's amazing. There's no such thing as bad cheese except blue cheese. And I don't think that's cheese, though. Yeah, see. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got you. Yeah. So uh, similarly, yeah, for me, yeah, number one, rest uh, is, is definitely on my list. But that's going to happen. That That's that's not necessarily uh, anything anybody can give me. It's just going to happen. But um, in that rest, spending time, like we normally, it's always been uh, go go to the movies and see a Star Wars, right? Like for the past few years, we've been yeah. blessed with uh, Star Wars for Christmas, right? Yeah. So um, this year, while we're getting something on on Disney Plus, it's just not the big screen. So instead, sure. I'm trading Star Wars out. You know, it's still my first love, but I'm trading it out for Marvel because I just really want to go see Spider Man. Like, uh, of all the things I can think that I, I want to spend money on, I want to do for Christmas, it's go see Spider-Man. And, I agree. Yeah, just be bathed in nostalgia and <laughs> fun and action. and Yeah. Hello. So uh, that's where I will be when I'm neglecting your phone calls uh, <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, let us know below. Um what what what's something you're hoping for for Christmas? Um, and just remember, we do have a budget. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and shifting our focus. Uh, not that we've ever tried not to make this series about Christmas, right? Um, but really wanting to intentionally look beyond it, because I I think that it's not hard to have a Christmas hope. I think Christmas comes with this natural energy to it that does all of us very good. Yeah. And I think it's easy for us though, to take that as the big thing, right? The warm feeling when you're gathered around with family, the, you know, the, um, the good, the good feeling when you're giving someone a gift or when you get something you've just really wanted and, you know, it's it's easy to mistake those very good feelings as the big deal. And and I think that if we've learned anything is that Jesus Jesus wants more. He he offers more even. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing. Is it, it's a yes and it's like it, it, this and the, this. You know, like Jesus wants you to have the eggnog and the Christmas lights and the fun and something that even eggnog can't do for your soul. Right. And if, I mean, yes. And if you're, you're wondering, we have an unhealthy obsession with eggnog. We do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's okay. It is. Everything, everything in moderation, except awesome. So there, <laughs> you know, you asked about traditions last week, right? And yeah. so I was thinking as you were talking, one of the traditions that, that I have in, in our family, which again, I think is uh, probably a number of people do it, but we read, right? Luke, Two. Yeah, we read the actual Christmas story or the account of the Advent season. Um, Not the and, one with the pole and the the kid licking it and the, no, no, the red red rider gun. Not that Christmas story. No, no, oh, gotcha. I like that one. No, uh, the one you know with Jesus being born in a manger, and then after we read it, we actually we sing Happy Birthday uh, to Jesus. That's we kind do. of adorable. Right. 
Uh, and that, ever since I was little, we've done that. Uh, and so we, we sing happy birthday and then, then we go about opening presents and having our, our oyster stew and all that good stuff. Good for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, and, and very similarly, we do when, um, when we get together for Christmas, that, that's something we do together. I mentioned, you know, we will still FaceTime, even if we're not together. Um, yeah. I mean, I just I can't sing the praises of of that technology enough because it still allows for that tradition to continue, where we take time as a family uh, and and remember the reason for the season. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and that's that's the big thing in remembering that the, the hope that we're talking about living out, right? All the other, really, we're kind of doing it retroactively because. The, the living hope that transforms us, that promises us an inheritance, that sustains us through difficult times, all of that comes from this hope born at Christmas or somewhere else in the year. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that uh, the situation on the calendar matters as much. I think the, the truth of what did happen, though, that Jesus was born is what matters. And, and unless it starts somewhere, unless it starts with because as, as we've chosen to do with our church calendar, unless it starts with Christmas, it really goes nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have Easter before Christmas. I mean, right. You know, it, it has to start with that baby in a manger. Yeah. Right. There, there's no cross. There's no empty tomb without the manger. There's, there's you know, we are a Christmas people, right? We are, you know, the, the, the hope of Christmas is Emmanuel, right? The name Emmanuel, God is with us, right? When we call that out, Emmanuel, that God decided, right? From the beginning, when we messed up big time from the beginning, God's like, there's a plan. And my plan is the best thing I have. I'm going to give you my son, mm. right? And without that Christmas hope, without that hope of, you know, uh, just God being with us, right? There's, there's, it, it's one of my, now it's a song that's easy to botch and be just terrible, but when it's good, oh, it's so good. It's Oh Holy Night, right? Well, oh, okay. Song, oh, Holy, right. I'm not going to sing it because please don't. You, right. Uh, <laughs> there's no auto tune in here. Um, however, one of the, the first verse, the last two lines of the first verse says, a thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices. Why? For yonder breaks a new and glorious morning. That's it. That's Christmas. We were weary. We are tired, literally going through the Christmas season. <laughs> but but spiritually, emotionally exhausted. But over, right? The shepherds got it when the angels came, right? The wise men came later, right? It's Hope. Hope has arrived. We are not left abandoned. Right. That's, whoa, what's better than that? Yeah, well, and and um, Doug and I used to joke all the time, because one thing we could both appreciate, because he, he's a bit of a Christmas guy, too. Um, not, not, I, I'd say he's between me and you. There you go. Right, if we're, if, if I'm one and you're a ten, he's a five. On the spectrum of. <laughs> <laughs> On the spectrum of Christmas, yes. Um, but one thing we could always uh, agree on was the greatness and importance of, of Christmas carols. 
carols as we call them, but re- I mean, really hymns that yeah. we've just come to associate with Christmas that really we would do good to keep in church year round. Yeah. There's not too many Christmas hymns that are Christmas specific. Yeah. Right. So like, and, and I think what's so great, cause like we've gotten away from it. Right. And even I, I'm, gr- I'm grateful that in our church, we, we uh, bring both to the table. We bring hymns, we bring modern worship. Um, I feel bad for the churches that have gone all modern and forsaken very good and scriptural hymns. Sure. Um, those, I feel like they were just so emotionally built, right? They, you know, the idea that this is formative to our faith. And so, um, you know, like, like Old Holy Night and like so many others, I think they're so good to keep fresh. And, and I think that's one of the ways that Christmas continues year round for us, right? I know, I remember... It's the Mickey Mouse Christmas. You ever see that movie? Yes. The one where it's like the the different stories. You got the Mickey and Minnie one and everything. And then you got uh, Donald and the boys, right? Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And they wish for Christmas year round and quickly get sick of it when it becomes (laughs) about turkey every day, milk and cookies every night, and the same gifts every time. And it's not until they realize the, the real gift right that they are like yeah that i don't need christmas all the time but i think for us christians the the idea of wanting christmas year round is a good thing if it's if it's built on that hope in jesus right yeah. if it's built on that amazing truth yeah. uh, like you mentioned yeah yeah and I, I i think you make a great point too about the hymns hymns like there's such good theology mm. in hymns like if you want to learn uh, about goddess of some of some of the hymns are just so good at that um yeah I, I think it's important to to hold that christmas hope alive because we are not a people left abandoned and that's the point of christmas right yeah it's not the trees and all that although i enjoy that it's it's not the presents it's it's not uh, apple cider and hot chocolate and turkey and spiraled ham and these are all fine yeah, and you're making me hungry Right, these are all <laughs> things. Yeah, but it's about the fact that we're not abandoned. You know, and before Christ came, there was four hundred years of silence, right? And so they were starving, starving for it. And when he came, you know, a number of people missed it, but a lot didn't. Yeah, uh, and it just it changed ever like the manger. And being born of a virgin changed everything. Mm-hmm. It's we we should be a Christmas people because because of Christmas we got we got we got hope, man. Yeah, we have a new hope. There you go. Ooh, had to. <laughs> there you go. That's definitely a Ken Argot sermon. <laughs> right, right. Shout out to Ken Argot, friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness. Uh, well, and, and two, and, and you mentioned, you know, the people that get it, who and we should be the people, uh, that get it. And, and, and in first Peter, which has been the passage we've, we've kept with us throughout this. I mean, even he says too, uh, that the faith we have should be built on this hope yeah. regardless of, of, of tangible things. Right. I mean, cause faith doesn't necessarily make sense. We weren't at the Christmas story. We, 
You weren't in the nativity. No. And yet something happened there that gave us this hope and changed us if if we allow it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big hope for this this series we're doing is is to continually to push us to choose hope over and over. Now it is a Christmas thing, but uh, year round, daily, even. So in First Peter one eight, it's it, it's good stuff. He talks about though you have not seen him, you love him, and even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Right? Amen. Joy is such a word synonymous with Christmas, but not always synonymous with Christians, man. Verse yeah. nine, he says, "For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation." Of your souls and he brings brings it back to the big thing right where we talked about it um some point in here right uh when we, when we were talking about inheritance i think it was the second week of like the the glorious gift that gives us this joy and hope isn't the same it's not an xbox it's it's not stuff it's not things that just are gonna lose value over time yeah. If we're honest, right? No matter how good they are, it's something even greater than all of that. Yeah. Because it's Jesus. Because because it's it's a new life. Because he started this off with talking about, you know, you you've gotten this new birth. You've been changed. You are new. Which if you know like how easy it is to get into patterns as a person, I'm I'm acutely aware of my patterns, right? To be new and do something new, that really is an exciting and big deal. Yeah. And sadly enough, it takes the savior of the world to do it because we're just that difficult. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I mean, you know, God help us, but we get stuck in our patterns and everything. And so, but, and that's what, that's what we've got to like fight against. That's what we've got to resist with this Christmas story, right? Is those patterns. We can't just slip into putting up the Christmas tree at a certain time because we just always do it. We can't slip into just celebrating the same things and doing the same things because that's just what we do. We can't let our, our faith become patterns, but we can't neglect continuing to return to the foundation of our faith. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, because there's a lot of comfort in patterns. Right, we we find a lot of comfort in those patterns, uh, and I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, except for when our comfort can lapse into complacency, and we don't want to become complacent out of our comfort being comfortable. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think God and His Holy Spirit just kind of stirs that up in us if we allow Him. You know, I was reading through this again while you're talking, and just this. This little piece here, you believe in him, in verse 8, and are filled with an ear, or inexpressible and glorious joy. Now, I'm, I'm by trade a preacher, right? I'm by trade a communicator. Like, that's what I get paid to do, more or less, is to communicate. Now, there are other pieces, obviously, to that. Sure. But the big thing is communicating. Uh, and I find myself... There are moments, and even at the at the top of this, when we were talking, talking about the Christmas hope, and there are moments where I have that joy that I 
I try to express and I just can't get it across what it really is. It's one of those things, you know, you, you have to experience. Yeah. Get right. It's, I can tell you about it, but oh man, oh man, when you get it, it just, it washes over you and it just changes everything. Yeah. And, and that's why like, a few years back, especially in the church, there was this big movement to push away feelings as a, as a deciding factor, right? Sure. Because you can't always trust your feelings. Sure. Sometimes I'm walking in Target and I really feel like I need that new flannel shirt. I don't. Um, but <laughs> as with many things in, in our faith, it's a baby in bathwater situation hmm. because and I don't want to boil what you're talking about down purely to feelings, but there is a point where you just, you, it is just what you're experiencing. It's not necessarily tangential. It, it, it's not like I can put this into words and tell you the reasons why you should want this too. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know. I just, I can't explain, but I just feel this yeah. deeply. Yeah. And it's one of those kinds of, flames of the soul we have to keep alive because so often at some point we do start to analyze it right well it's because we've got the logs positioned this way and these things happen and so it generates this much heat and that's why we feel good right now sure and so we think that okay well i'm going to come back next sunday and i'm just going to build the fire pit the same way and surely it'll light the same way and sometimes it just doesn't get there because we, we can't replicate that kind of hope that only God can give. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I think of, and kind of what got me on that train of thought was just, you know, I've, I've had instances where people just, well, why, tell me why you believe. If you can tell me in such a way, it'll convince me and I'll, I'll believe too. And it's just like, I mean, I can, I can run down the gospels. I can, I can take you from in the beginning all the way to, if you have ears, let them hear. I can like, we can, we can talk a lot, but at some point, I can't give you this hope and faith that I, I've encountered with Jesus. That's something you have to, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think of that, of at some, at some point, even, you know, in, in an award-winning internet show like Crosstalk, <laughs> That's right. we're never going to do a good enough job to replace you experiencing this Christmas hope, right? Yeah. You, the viewer, listener, a, a, a exploring this and encountering this yourself. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest things is don't look to Christmas to build what Jesus has given you, right? If you feel dissatisfied, you got the tree up, you got the garland, you got the eggnog, you got all the stuff and you still just don't feel it. Maybe it's because he wants something greater for you and he does. And so maybe that's the greatest gift you can give yourself is, is to look to Jesus, man. Look, look at your, your, your life and your faith. Have you, have you felt this hope? Have you, have you bought into it? Have you, have you been changed? Yeah. You know, we have to, we have to explore these things. Um, and, and, you know, and as we've as said again, you know, we can't let our faith be be just patterns. 
and trust that because we do the things, Jesus is moving in this place. Uh, you know, I think I think it's it's definitely a choice, and you know, looking fully into this Christmas story, looking fully into the life of Jesus, to the sacrifice of Jesus, and really challenging our faith and what our life's built on is is a point we have to get to and have to stay on top of. Because like we talked about last week, life gets hard sometimes. And so it's harder to resist those patterns, those yeah. comfort patterns, even church ones. Yeah. I, I th- yeah. I like your, the point of, of I like all of that. I, I like the, the emotional side. Like, I think, yes, we can underplay emotion. Now I, I don't want to emotionally manipulate, right? Because as part of, again, what, what we do as, as part of a pastoral team is build an environment. I don't want to emotionally manipulate you. Right. But but part of that personally is it has to hit with your emotions. Like it has to make that. But if it's just that, it'll flame out. Mm-hmm. Right. It has to hit with you uh, mentally as well. Right. It has to make right. sense to you as well. So you can take that. And it also has to stir your spirit up. Right. With those three things, if you have those three things moving, well, then you have a pretty good faith. And, and in the context of, of building like an atmosphere, you have made an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit just moves, mm-hmm. right? And, and as you were talking to, I was thinking about this. Someone said this once, and I just kind of grabbed onto it, and I just like it a lot. Because you made me think of our last uh, series with, with thankful when, right? Thankful when going through trials and all that. And, and I love, you know, someone described um, the holiday season as the, the, the holy trinity of holidays. Hang with me. Thanksgiving, okay. starting with Thanksgiving, right? You, you are thankful. What are you thankful, right? Thankful for the previous year, thankful for all that God's doing. It's that thankfulness, thankful, appreciate to a good God. Then you go into Christmas the Christmas Advent season and the joy and the hope and the just this is Mm. what matters, right? Christ coming and being with us. And then the third part of the Holy uh, Trinity of holidays is New Year's, right? And so people lay out New Year's resolutions and I know we're not going to meet again until after New Year's, uh, (laughs) but people lay out New, New Year's resolutions. I would say when we are thankful truly thankful when we see that joy and that hope those new year trends those new year resolutions become us truly transforming into who god wants us to be and looking forward how can i be more like christ that's a real Mm. new year's resolution now i know we're talking about christmas but we're not gonna and i just felt like those three things working in together when you view them that way just for me it's very helpful uh, in my walk through the holiday season of seeing it that way. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's good. I, I like, I like that illustration as well. Um, and like you said, like you, you intentionally trying to see that perspective through the holiday. And cause that's really a lot of what we're getting at the heart of, right. Is, is looking past just a human tradition holiday. Sure. Right. 
and, and making it something more because that's what Jesus wants for us. And I, and I think that's digging into the biggest thing that we can leave this off with is we should never be bored with the Christmas story. Mm. We should never just roll our eyes when that's the scripture for the Sunday or yeah. when that's just like, we can't make Jesus traditional mm. because then that hope isn't alive. That, that, that all that other stuff, right. That we've talked about and that you're, you're bringing to the other holidays even as well as, as we're walking this out, none of it ever happens if Jesus is just traditional. And so arguably from the beginning, if you read chapter two of Luke, you see Jesus wasn't traditional. He didn't come traditionally. He didn't live traditionally. He definitely didn't arrive to his people traditionally either. I think you mentioned that in our last series, right? Like he, nothing he did followed patterns. And so we can't, we can't simplify him to patterns either. Yeah. Because that, that takes, that takes relationship and turns it into religion. Yes. That that boils things down to something that it was never intended to be. It's always about a relationship that changes the way I view things. Right. Changes me. And, and that's, what's important. And I don't want folks to miss like this little kind of side quest we had talking about like faith atmosphere and everything as just this communicator pastor thing, right? You, you are responsible for doing that for yourself too. Yes. Like you realize that we, we only really take the lead on that one and a half times a week, right? you know, Sunday and Bible study. Right. Um, it was, uh, it was, I can't remember when it was, it was years past. Someone, uh, made an analogy I've, I've, I've stuck with as far as, that right like is if if you look at everything spiritually that you do as a meal right most people eat once a week Mm. and you wonder why we're we're weak we're frustrated we're hangry you know like (laughs) yeah Yeah. eat more and so this idea of appealing to your your mind your heart your soul your emotions all of that we have to discipline ourselves to seek that out and to create that and that therein keeping hope alive. And so while it can seem like we're, we're just talking about how, like, no, you know, how we kind of do it behind the scenes. Um, really that's, that's what we are all called to do. Yeah. You know, that, that, that church, uh, experience is something you can do yourself. We talked about meditation last week and that's something of it, right? Um, and so, man, I hope that we aren't bored with Christmas and hope and Jesus. I, I, I hope that we are taking time to intentionally go further than just holidays and just uh, uh, patterns and, and really chase after a faith, a living faith and a living hope in Jesus. Amen. Cause that's, that's what it is. Amen. And like you said, keeping that relationship forward. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, I, I think that's a great place to, to wrap it up yeah. and, and end, uh, this, this season, this quarter of crosstalk. 
Yeah, it's been good. You, you know, the weird thing I've learned about myself is I touch my face a lot. <laughs> like three months of doing this, I realize I do this a lot. I do that a lot. I, <laughs> that's like my listening. I, I don't right. know. It's just funny. The things you pick up about. Heaven forbid if anybody goes through and gets just random screenshots of, of right. these episodes, <laughs> what they'll see. I'm sure I have a grumpy face a lot. Um <laughs> It's just my thinking face. Uh, well, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been a great three months uh, of crosstalk. Um, each month, something different. Hopefully, you've been along for the ride. If not, you can always go back and check it out, whether it's our okay. our Facebook uh, feed or whether it's on the podcast, however you're getting this. Um, but trust that uh, we do what we do. We enjoy it, uh, and it, it's good for, for us. Um, but uh, we pray it's good for you, too. And, and that's yeah. our intent with all of it is to have helpful and good conversations because um, we're not saying or encouraging anyone to do anything. We are trying to do ourselves yeah. and, and trying to be faithful and, and just remain. Yeah. And so um, we'll be back. We're taking a couple of weeks off, right? We've got um, the last week of December next week uh, where we will be recovering right. uh, with an IV drip of eggnog. And then the week after um, with new years, hopefully, you're working on some great informative uh, resolutions. Um, be prepared to share because I think we'll work that in. Whatever we end up doing in January, I'd like to uh, take that time because I'd love to hear what you're going to resolute yourself to, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't smoke as no, <laughs> Right. You're already working on the workout part, so you got to bring something to the table. Yes, I am. You regret it yet? No, no. Oh. I regret no, this isn't about this, but I, I'm getting I have more energy now. It's good. Good, good. Well, uh, yeah, we'll look forward to hearing about New Year's resolutions and all that good stuff. And God help us, 2023, 2022, 2023. Oh, Where are we? Here. 2022. 2022. It's I just, awesome. oh, yeah. My, my internal calendar hasn't been the same since 2019. I'm just letting you all know. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's yes. <laughs> it's all a blur. I agree. So the fact that we could even remember it was Christmas for these last th uh, four weeks is, is a miracle. Kettle brain and all. I was going to say the, the 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 kettles is what really gets me. Um, Captain, would you close us in prayer one last time for crosstalk, and then we'll absolutely see you tonight. Father, we uh, we thank you for allowing us again the opportunity just to come together and to learn uh, more about what you have for us. Thank you, gosh, thank you, just thank you. You, you love us so much that even when we were far from you, you sent your very best. Thank you for the, the manger which led to the empty tomb. Let us have a great Christmas this year, remembering the hope that you have given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, y'all have a great Christmas, great New Year's, and we will be back eventually. <laughs>